What's up, fellas? So I had a guy who was having problems with a woman that was trying to change the location on the date. All right. Now, from the outside looking in, this looks pretty simple, but I wanted to go over some things with you guys. I wanted to break this down a little bit more in detail. All right. Now, I think most of you guys who've been following me a while knows that this is a common shit test, a woman trying to change the location. I've said that before. And quite frankly, I think he even knows that. All right. So we ain't gonna, I don't even want to dwell on that too much. I think he knows that that's a shit test. Women want to see if they can push you around or whatever the case may be. See if they can lead and all this and other shit. I think most of you guys know that. All right. But I want to get into some more deeper shit. All right. First thing, guys, is the price. Now, I teach you guys to go to cheap spots and locations and shit like this. Please believe women go and they Google these spots that you said tell a woman to meet you at. They Google and they kind of see it shitty or they read the reviews and they see that it ain't got their crab cakes that they want or their lobster tails and all this other bullshit. They go and Google the shit when you send it to them and they're like, oh, this ain't this ain't a good spot, all right, or whatever the case may be. So they want to go to a nice spot where they can get them something to eat. Alright, so y'all guys need to be weird as that when you pick these cheap spots and the most they might have is some chicken wings or some fries or some shit like that that's cheap as fuck or whatever the case may be. They might want to go somewhere where it got a little bit better quality of food. Alright, because y'all know most women are foodies. Alright, whatever the fuck that means, a foodie. I don't know what the fuck that means. You got a 130-pound woman talking about some she's a foodie. Well, obviously you won't eat too much food, your little skinny ass. But the main thing, guys, is you trying to keep your investment down. All right? When you keep your investment down, guys, this is when you have the ability to just walk away. All right? Why do you guys think that they try to get y'all guys to do a layaway when you go to the store? That's basically what you're doing when you're doing an expensive uh, meal or something. You're doing a layaway on that ass. All right? And so when you go to a store, they're put $100 down. Put $100 down on a $5,000 TV. Why you guys think they do that? Because they know that you invested with your little $100. They don't even really care about the $100. They know you don't want to lose it, all right? And they know that people do things, and then they change their fucking mind, all right? People go out, they walk into the store, and they see a big TV in the store, and then all of a sudden they go in and do an impulse buy, and then they get to thinking about it later on. But you got your $100, $200 down on layaway. You don't want to lose your $200. So now you invested in it. All right? It just depends on what the $200 means to you. So they want you invested in it. This is what a woman tries to get you to do. She wants you invested in chasing at ass. When you go and you spend $20, $25 on a day, you ain't invested in shit. You can walk away with ease because you're not that invested. So please understand that women are trying to get you to and fuck invest. All right. The next thing, guys, is... And this is important, all right? The logistics of sex. Guys, when y'all picking these spots, I hope y'all guys ain't just putting some spots on the wall and throwing darts at the fucking wall and hoping you and, and, and going wherever you hit the dart. Alright, it ain't about that. It's about we are playing fucking chess here. Alright. We trying to set shit up for the fucking ass. So you guys either you pick a spot close to you or you pick a spot close to her. Of course women, most women know this shit and so they want to pick more of a neutral spot. Somewhere that's not too close to you, somewhere that's not too close to her. So you can't ask her to come back and get a nightcap or you can't ask her to come back to your crib or whatever the case may be. Alright? So the whole point guys is you trying to pick spots that are uh, logistics of sex, all right? Don't let her go and try to change it to some innocuous spot that don't benefit neither one of y'all, that ain't close to neither one of y'all, all right? So that's the main thing out of all this, guys. It's the logistics of sex, 
that when you pick a spot, you're trying to set something up to where it's easy and comfortable to come ask her to come back to your crib. If if y'all pick a spot that's 30 minutes away from you and 30 minutes away from her, then that's not something easy that you can be like, oh, let's commute back to your house for a drink or what? let's come commute back to my house for a drink. Do that make any fucking sense? 30 fucking minutes. So you want something that's probably five or 10 minutes at the most, preferably like five minutes away from either you or her. All right. It's either or it could be either you or her. But at the end of the day, it don't really fucking matter. You just want to set it up to where even if you come close to her, now she's got to come close to you next time. So let's hypothetically say, okay, you went over to you went close by her this time or whatever the case may be. All right, now you just set it up now to, well, okay, I came to you last time. This time we're going to set this one up near me. That way you can make your move. That way you can invite her back. All right, so guys, that's the number one thing you guys need to understand when you do this. It's logistics of sex. That's why I don't want you guys letting women change the spot. Because some of you guys over here, quite frankly, go and spend probably $75 on the first date don't mean shit to you. All right, that probably means something to my school guys or my college guys. But some of my guys over here already on a purpose and already making money. So $7,500 on the first date really don't mean shit to them. So when I say that to them... And the girl wants to pick a, pick a more expensive location. It really don't mean shit because maybe money is not an issue. All right. But logistics is. All right. The logistics dictate the location. All right. The logistics. We playing chess. We trying to set some shit up here, guys. All right. So don't never let a woman change the location. Now is it going to lower her interest because you let her lead now. But now you end up probably spending more investment. Listen, I don't give a fuck how much money you got. If you're going to be out here trying to build a five, six, seven girl rotation, it's, that shit can get expensive. All right. If you're dealing with five, six girls on a week and shit and you dating all these girls, or whatever the case may be, that shit can get expensive. Especially if we're going to start doing two, three dates on Saturday and Sunday and shit, that shit can get expensive. So I don't really give a fuck how much money you got. You want the shit to where I can just walk away. No issues. I don't give a fuck. So we want to go to the most cheapest spot that we can. Now, once you fuck. You know, if you want to spend $200 on a date once you fucking, then go ahead. If you make the money and don't mean nothing to you, then go ahead. I do it all the fucking time once I'm fucking, all right? Until I get some ass, that credit card stand in the goddamn pocket. That's the way that work, guys, all right? All right, so I had another guy had asked a very important question, right? This was, I think this is very important because, you know, I preach purpose over here. And so what's going to end up happening is you guys going to start having employees or girls you work with and shit like this. So he basically had a woman that's good for business, but she's annoying. All right. And I'm going to take it from the aspect that maybe he's fucking her or whatever. Case, but it really don't fucking matter. It don't matter if she's is he's fucking her or she's just an employee. At the end of the fucking day, guys, here's the fucking thing. Employees shit test too. people you work with shit test too. everybody shit test. All right, everybody wants to test your fucking strength. It's not just women you're fucking. Employees, your fucking neighbor, everybody fucking shit tests. Everybody want to see if you're willing to stand up for yourself. That's the bottom fucking line, guys. So you guys need to understand that everybody shit tests. Just stop thinking that women shit tests. Your friends shit tests. Everybody subconsciously shit tests without even fucking knowing it. Everybody subconsciously... Every now and then, periodically, just test somebody to see what they fucking made of. All right, without even thinking about it. Everybody does that, guys. You always have to stand your fucking ground with everybody. You always have to be a fucking man. All right? The number one thing with this, guys, is abundance mindset. You can't let employees 
dictate. See, here's the thing, guys. When you fail those shit tests, they start to feel like, oh, he need me. He need me. I'm a great asset. Guys, I've never had an employer call me back after I left the job. You know why? Because the business keeps going. They've put themselves in a position to where they don't depend on an employee or some employees. Employees, all right? They have built their business where your ass is easily easily replaceable, all right? The, the gym I was working for, you think they called my ass? Hey, man, can you please come back? We need you. They don't give a fuck about me. They call somebody else in the next day and that, that train, if I was to check on that gym 10 years from now, they'll still be kicking, all right? They put themselves in a position to where they don't depend on no employee. That's how you have to do it. So you asking me this lets me know that you put a lot of bank into this one employee, that you put a lot of your business into this one employee. You cannot do that, all right? Do it look like I'm just depending on YouTube here? Alright, I got Patreon, I got a book coming out uh, I'm starting my podcast soon Once I get everything settled I'm not just going to depend on YouTube Alright, because that's stupid So you don't ever want to just depend on a couple of employees You always want to have your business Where you can replace employees easily And they know it Alright, so what you is You run around with a scarcity mindset And they can feel it, that woman can feel it She can feel that you need her and so you gave her an inch, and now she's taking a mile. Listen, she didn't get a knowing like that overnight. She tried a little something. She came in a little late or did something. Or maybe she mouthed off one day, and you took it, and then she's like, oh. All right? You supposed to nip that shit right in the bud right then. All right? So for any of you guys, I say that this, and this video is important to me because I talk, I preach purpose, purpose, purpose. And so what's going to end up happening is a lot of you guys going to start businesses and things like this, and you're going to have women and employees. It ain't just women. Anybody who works for you, they're going to test. All right, guys, you always have to stand your ground. And you always have to have an abundance mindset that I can replace your ass. All right. And here's the thing. Maybe you do have a, a gifted employee. Like when I was at the gym, I was a gifted employee, right? I was a gifted employee. But at the end of the day, they would let me get away with a little bit. But I can just do whatever the fuck I want to. So I was good at sales. And so maybe I didn't have to show up for every fucking meeting. But I couldn't go mouth off at the manager. I right, it was limits. All right. So yeah, you're gonna have employees that are bringing you a lot of money and you get them a little maybe they maybe they can maybe they come in just a little bit later. And I for all you guys, this does exist in the real world. You fuck what you heard, this does exist in the real world. If you make me more money, I will give you a little bit more benefits. But you can't disrespect me. Alright, you can get a little bit more benefits. Maybe, maybe you don't have to come to every meeting, but you will respect me. All right. And that's how it was when I was at the gym. I was good at sales and I didn't have to come to every fucking meeting and I didn't have to always do the programs on the um, in the computer and shit like that. They gave me a lot of slack. And this happens in the real world. We see it with football and basketball players, the great basketball players and stuff like this. They can do a little bit more. They can get in a little bit more trouble, but it still comes with limits. It still comes with limits. I don't give a fuck how much you average, how many how many yards you run for, how many points you score. It comes with limits, all right? So, guys, you're going to have employees or people that you work with that do generate a lot of money, but it needs to come with bounds at the end of the fucking day. They can't disrespect you, all right? They just cannot disrespect you. You need to nip that shit in the bud, and they need to know that they need you more than you need them. You need to set a fucking example. That's a scarcity mindset right there. 
That's a scarcity mindset. I don't like that. That's that's exactly the opposite of what I preach. All right. What it sounds to me like you don't box yourself in to where you need this employee. All right. You need to look at setting your business up and the other aspects of how can I not depend so heavily on this one or two employees that's causing me a fucking headache. All right. That's how you fucking handle it. I've set my shit up to where I don't need YouTube. All right. I've set up my shit to where I have other revenues or income. Because I don't want to depend on YouTube. YouTube wake up tomorrow and they like, oh, well, this channel is, oh, he talk too bad about women. This shit got to go. I don't want to depend on them. All right, so I diversified my shit. I diversified my business because I don't want to just depend on them. If you guys know anything about investing in the stock market and shit like this, they tell you, diversify your investments. Invest in 10, 20. That way in one tank, you still got 19 more or you still got nine more. That's how you need to do your business with your employees. You need to always have it to where you don't need one person. Your business is not dependent upon one fucking person. All right, guys. That's how that shit works. All right, but getting back to the first point, guys. Never let a woman change the location of the date. We're trying to keep our investment down. But most important thing, guys, and I stress this, it's the logistics of sex. All right? Listen, if you want to go by her the first time, just so you can set it up a uh, second time, that's fine. Because let's be honest, most women ain't going to come back to your place on the, on the first date. So I hypothetically say you go by her the first time. That way she has to come by your spot the next time. And that way you can ask her back to the crib. If y'all stay close by, then you can just do your crib. It don't really fucking matter. All right. If she, if she don't uh, got her own place, then I will always try to pick a place close to me anyway because it ain't like we could go to her place no fucking way, all right? But that's the main thing with that guy. That's why I mainly don't want a woman changing. Besides the shit test is the logistics of sex. We playing chess here. We trying to set some shit up, all right? All right, guys. Like the fucking video. Comment down below what you guys want to see next. Get rid of that fucking scarcity mindset. As you guys get on your fucking purpose, you're going to have employees and people working with you. People going to fucking test to see what they can fucking get with, get away with. Nip that shit in the bud from the fucking get-go. Even if it means you losing some money. Even if it means you losing some money. Because at the end of the day, other people you work with see that. And if they see you get rid of somebody that makes you money, then they tend to get in line like, oh... If he got rid of her, then I know my ass can go. People see that. People see that. So don't. And if you let them get away with too much, then they see that too. Like, oh, he let her get away with everything. So it's never good, guys. You have to nip that shit in the bud. All right. We all know it's favoritism in the in the business for people who make you money. We know that shit exists. I've seen it exist with me. I've made companies a lot of money, and I've seen that I've gotten away with shit. All right. But it was within limits. I couldn't be just blatant out disrespectful and driving somebody fucking crazy, all right? So that's the thing with that, guys. I right, like the video. Comment down below what you guys want to see next. Hollow back.